This episode's brought to you by Adventure Professionals and Project 180, where we truly build better humans. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. G'day team, Glenn Azar here. It is Wednesday morning. It is the midweek motivation edition of the Building Better Humans Project podcast. And today, I want to talk to you about the hero's journey. Now, most good movies, most good books, the ones that really go somewhere, and most coaching practices and coaching courses teach you about the hero's journey. And there's a stages to this. And this is quite old. It's not anything new. But it's how we leave the ordinary world, the mundane, the everyday we enter up that special world where we put ourselves through tests and challenges and we come back into an extraordinary world, but we make it our new ordinary. And there are steps to this whole story and there are steps to this process and how it works. It was initially made popular uh, from Joseph Campbell's uh, monomath from his book, uh, The Hero with a Thousand Faces, which I read many, 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 many years ago, but it is something that has always stuck with me. I want this year for you to be about your hero's journey. So think about it. So I'm going to take you through the steps of how the hero's journey is written. Step one is the ordinary world. This is where the hero exists before his present story begins, oblivious of the adventures to come. It's his safe place, his everyday life, where we learn crucial details about our hero, his true nature, capabilities, and outlook on life. This anchors the hero as a human, just like you and me, and makes it easier for us to identify with him and hence later empathize with his plight. Step two, there's this call to adventure. The hero's adventure begins when he receives a call to action, such as a direct threat to his safety, his family, his way of life, or to the peace of the community in which he lives. It may not be as dramatic as a gunshot, but simply a phone call or conversation. But whatever the call is, and however it manifests itself, it ultimately disrupts the comfort of the hero's ordinary world and presents a challenge or quest that must be undertaken. Step three is the refusal of that call. Although the hero may be eager to accept the quest, at this stage he will have fears that need overcoming, second thoughts or even deep personal doubts as to whether or not he is up to the challenge. When this happens, the hero will refuse the call and as a result may suffer somehow. The problem he faces may seem too much to handle and the comfort of home far more attractive than the perilous road ahead. This would also be our own response and once again helps us bond further with the reluctant hero. Step four is the meeting of the mentor. At this crucial turning point where the hero desperately needs guidance, He meets a mentor figure who gives him something he needs. He could be given an object of great importance, insight into the dilemma he faces, wise advice, practical training, or even self-confidence. Whatever the mentor provides, the hero, it serves him to dispel his doubts and fears and give him the strength and courage to begin his quest. Step five is crossing the threshold. The hero is now ready to act upon his call to adventure and truly begin his quest, whether it be physical, spiritual, emotional. He may go willingly or he may be pushed, but either way, he finally crosses the threshold between the world he is familiar with and that which he is not. It may be leaving home for the first time in his life or just doing something he has always been scared to do. However, the threshold presents itself. This action signifies the hero's commitment to his journey and whatever it may have in store for him. Six, tests, allies, and enemies. 
Now, finally out of his comfort zone, the hero is confronted with an an ever more difficult series of challenges that tests him in a variety of ways. Obstacles are thrown across his path, whether they be physical hurdles or people bent on thwarting his progress. The hero must overcome each challenge he has presented on the journey towards his ultimate goal. The hero needs to find out who can be trusted and who can't. He may learn allies and meet enemies who will each in their own way help prepare him for the greater ordeals yet to come. This is the stage where his skills and or powers are tested and every obstacle that he faces must help him to gain a deeper insight into his character and ultimately identify with him even more. Seven, approached to the inmost cave. The inmost cave may represent many things in the hero's journey, such as an actual location in which lies a terrible danger or an inner conflict, which up until now, the hero has not had to face. As the hero approaches the cave, he must make final preparations before taking that final leap into the great unknown. At the threshold to the inmost cave, the hero may once again face some of the doubts and fears that first surfaced upon his call to adventure. He may need some time to reflect upon his journey and the treacherous road ahead in order to find the courage to continue. This brief respite helps the audience understand the magnitude of the ordeal that awaits the hero and escalates the tension in anticipation of his ultimate test. Step eight is the ordeal. The supreme ordeal may be a dangerous physical test or a deep inner crisis that the hero must face in order to survive or for the world in which the hero lives to continue to exist. Whether it be facing his greatest fear or most deadly foe, the hero must draw upon all of his skills and his experiences gathered upon the path to the innermost cave in order to overcome his most difficult challenge. Only through some form of death can the hero be reborn, experiencing a metaphorical resurrection that somehow grants him greater power or insight necessary in order to fulfill his destiny or reach his journey's end. This is the high point of the hero's story and where everything he holds dear is put on the line. If he fails, he will either die or life as he knows it will never be the same again. Step nine is the reward, the seizing of the sword. After defeating the enemy, surviving death, and finally overcoming his greatest personal challenge, the hero is ultimately transformed into a new state, emerging from battle as a stronger person and often with a prize. The reward may come in many forms, an object of great importance or power, a secret, greater knowledge or insight, or even reconciliation with a loved one or ally. Whatever the treasure which may well facilitate his return to the ordinary world, the hero must quickly put celebrations aside and prepare for the last leg of his journey. Step 10 is the road back. This stage in the hero's journey represents a reverse echo of the call to adventure, in which the hero had to cross the first threshold. Now he must return home with his reward, but this time, The anticipation of danger is replaced with that of a claim and perhaps vindication, absolution or even exoneration. But the hero's journey is not yet over and he may still need one last push back into the ordinary world. The moment before the hero finally commits to the last stage of his journey may be a moment in which he must choose between his own personal objective and that of a higher cause. 
Step 11 is the resurrection. This is the climax in which the hero must have his final and most dangerous encounter with death. The final battle also represents something far greater than the hero's own existence, with its outcome having far-reaching consequences to his ordinary world and the lives of those he left behind. If he fails, others will suffer, and this not only places more weight upon his shoulders, but in a movie, it grips the audience so that they too feel a part of the conflict and share the hero's hopes, fears and trepidations. Ultimately, the hero will succeed, destroy his enemy and emerge from battle cleansed and reborn. And the final step, step 12, return with the elixir. This is the final stage of the hero's journey in which he returns home to his ordinary world a changed man. He will have grown as a person, learned many things, faced many terrible dangers and even death, but now looks forward to the start of a new life. His return may bring fresh hope to those he left behind, a direct solution to their problems, or perhaps a new perspective for everyone to consider. The final reward that he obtains may be literal or metaphoric. It could be a cause for celebration, self-realisation, or an end to strife. But whatever it is, it represents three things. Change, success, and proof of his journey. The return home also signals the need for resolution for the story's other key players. The hero's doubters will be ostracised, his enemies punished, and his allies rewarded. Ultimately, the hero will return to where he started, but things will clearly never be the same again. So team, I want you to consider that on your hero's journey. Think about all of those steps. Think of being pulled out of the ordinary world to chase something bigger, stronger, something that's really dragging you towards it. Face the challenge. Get out of your comfort zone. Cross over that threshold. When you have those challenges, you will grow. Find the mentors that help push you there, the people that help give you the skills, the self-belief, the self-confidence. Take on the challenge. Face that metaphorical death. And on your return, you are going to be bigger and stronger, physically, mentally, emotionally. You are going to return as the hero in your own life. Because I believe that we all deserve that in our lives. And many, many people just move along meekly trying to stay out of the way, which we talked a little bit about on Monday. I want you to be the hero in your journey. I want you to step up and take on that challenge. I want you to return and I want you to be able to tell those stories, that final reward, that celebration, self-realization, that end of all the strife. And I want it to represent those three things. Change, because you've been willing to do what it takes to change. Success, because that's what comes when you push yourself outside your comfort zone. And then proof of your journey, so then you can pass that on to everyone else that you ever touch uh, base with, whether it be your kids, your partner, the people around you, because that is how ultimately you influence change in other people. You can't ask people to change. We talked about that on Monday, but you can influence them by your actions, your results, your persona. And that is your midweek motivation. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to our new home, 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Let's go.